0: Hello, and thanks for listening to Grace 91.1 FM and The Gate with Pastor Eric Kluth. The Gate is a program that focuses on the events, the happenings, the people and the places in our local communities.
1: Hey, everyone. Welcome to another edition of The Gate. I'm your host, Pastor Eric. Uh, Today, I'm sitting down with a friend of mine, Sean Short. Uh, Sean is the owner, operator of All-American Appliance Repair. Sean, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's exciting to have you in the studio uh, as your business is exploding and on the gate, you know, I wanted to uh use this uh show to share with our listeners what's happening in Central Arizona like with our uh local businesses, uh churches, political leaders. And so it's it's really awesome to see a local business uh, as All American Appliance do very well or doing very well, should I say, in this area. We're going to talk about it. So how did you come to Casa Grande and how did an All American Appliance repair come to come about?
0: I worked in Alaska in the fishing industry for about 22 years. I met my wife and she was in the army and we were just going to live that lifestyle. I'd fly to and from and not have kids. And the Lord changed our minds a little bit. And we end up, we have three y- young, beautiful children now. And for me personally, <clears throat> there was no way I can't lead my family the way Lord has, the Lord has described for me to lead my family if I was away from them at all times. So. I had to figure something else different, and my wife uh, decided that she uh, was done being all she could be and decided to be a lot more and be a mom. Uh, switching gears, I everything was set in motion. The Lord had actually switched some things for me, and uh, I was working as a uh, deckhand, as a mate, and I decided I wanted to switch to engineering because I couldn't figure out any way of doing any type of work outside of you know, being a captain on a boat. So I switched to engineering, got a refrigeration degree. Uh, well, an EPA card anyways. And from there, it just kind of, it was a, a push forward. It gave me something to look for when, when I, sh- we found out she was expecting. Uh, we came out here to visit uh, my grandmother and my wife, uh, said she liked it here. So I liked the house prices at the time. So <laughs> we came here. Uh, we prayed a lot about it. And this is where the Lord decided to have us. Uh, the business, I worked for a guy in the South Bay for uh, Mr. Appliance of the South Bay. And from there, it, my wife had said, you know, we should probably try to do one on our own, seeing how you do better working for yourself than for others. And I inevitably work for the Lord. So that's just kind of what I tried to do. And and that being said, I was able to find a business where I could go into people's homes and i could talk about the lord because being my own my own business owner and whatnot i can still do those things so um that was that was pretty much how we got it started my wife's been a huge support she's never questioned anything anytime i've jumped into this and it is just like uh like you said it has exploded as of late um it was always really busy but as of covid more people staying at home and cooking uh People realizing how their ovens work and how they're supposed to work and they're actually not working. Uh, we've just been very busy, very busy. And I've been blessed to be able to hire other believers uh, just recently and looking forward to expand to hire some more. Like I said, I like to get as many people as we can together that can um, can do as much as we can for the glory of
1: yeah. So I mean that's really interesting. You you hit on some some key topics there and one of those uh topics that I'd like to go in more into is uh being a believer, owning your own business and uh being effective for the kingdom of God. Right? And, and because I think there's this um maybe this thought process for some in the church who think I can't be effective for the kingdom of God if I'm not a pastor or I'm not a missionary, you know, you know, or I do all the uh, ministering for for God's work in the church, you know, like I'll serve as a Sunday school teacher. But can you can you share like the importance of taking your faith into the workplace? Sure. I mean, it's just like anything else.
0: It's in your own home. You know, you want to teach your children the way to do things, not because you tell them to, it's because you're showing them the way you are. And it's the same, same, same concept here. It's, I'm a, I'm a Christian. We need to know that. The way we act in everyday life, not just the way we act in church, is the way that we are. If we're professing to be Christians, we're, we're to honor the Lord everywhere we're at and everything we're doing. And, and that is the key. I mean, the largest thing, except for the prayer and the Lord providing for me, that is the key of success and the success of business is being honest, being upfront, being the things we're supposed to do according to what the Bible tells us to be. Um, following Christ. And it's important for everybody. To that's a believer to to especially now. I mean, no time better than the present, and we have a whole generation of young people that are seeking, looking for something. If we're out and about just acting like everybody else, trying to earn a buck and not not setting a another standard of the no, this is the way it's supposed to be, then they don't know any other way. Mm. So that's the way I look at
1: it yeah and that that's a definitely a, a a great word that you just shared with everybody and I hope listeners are are hearing that because it's not how you act just on Sunday and Wednesday that doesn't Um, That's just a small portion of your life. Honestly, it's what, maybe two and a half hours that you're at church, you know, uh, worshiping God, maybe serving God. But it's what you do with the other hours within the week, you know, and the days that God has given you. And you're right on. We should be living for Christ in everything we do, everything that we say. It it shouldn't be, oh, you're a church-going guy on Sunday and Wednesdays. You should be a Christ follower Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, 24 hours a day. I mean, because Christianity is not, um, it's not a social club. You don't just put on your jacket for certain hours of the week. It's a, it's a changed life. It's being born again. Uh, And so being born again, taking that new uh, creation in Christ Jesus and taking it into the workplace. I think many people struggle with that uh, because, one maybe they're going to be, you know, judged, ridiculed, you know, because you see lawsuits popping up all over the nation, you know, of Christian businesses being sued. How do you how do you go about that, you know, as a business owner? Do you are those concerns for you? I mean, do you live your faith out openly to your clients? I I do live my faith
0: out openly, and I I hate to say it, there are times where I'm in a home and I can. Tell just by looking around or just talking for a few minutes that, that there is an opening. Um, I'm not going to force an opening on something, something that is not there because I don't want to cause, cause any uncomfortableness either, especially when you're in someone's home for my business. But in general, I, I am who, who I am. You know, I mean, that I'm a Christian, I'm a follower of Christ and I do let people know that. Um, a lot of, you know, you hear a lot of the lawsuits and all of these hangups on things and a lot of those are, <sighs> I'm not going to condemn somebody because of the way that they live their life. My, that's not my job. I'm not to be a judge. Uh, if somebody needs something fixed, I'm going to go and I'm going to fix it. If I have an opening to to discuss their lifestyle or their life choices, I'm going to take it. Yeah. But I'm not going to go and deny them or tell them one way or the other because who am I to do that? That isn't that isn't mm-hmm. mine. I mean, it's it. I keep it away from my family, and mm-hmm. I can keep it away from there. But if I'm in your home, that's your home, you know, yeah. and I can dust my feet off, my
1: sandals off, and walk on out and go on to the next. Yeah, that's really awesome. And I think that that's a great perspective to have, especially working in the business world, is that, one, Jesus says not to judge, lest you be judged, right? Uh, and to just go out there and to... Uh, go there with a mind of servanthood and 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 that's what you're supplying you're supplying a service right you're serving the customer uh according to their need and doing that with a a grateful heart uh, a good heart good attitude um and just putting them before yourself that's what your business is about, right? And, and that's what all businesses should be, right? Is to be serving uh, the public in a way with a product or a service. Uh, and I think that the mindset uh, these days in some businesses are forgetting about serving the customer. Or have you experienced that loss of customer service? in businesses today and why is it important like in your business? Cause you deal with customers all the time. Why is customer service so important these days, especially being a believer?
0: So I'll use something that we are, are pretty much everybody's done talking about, and that's the mask issue. When this first thing started with the masks, I was adamant that I was not going to wear a mask. This is my business. I'm going to do it my way because a Christian, I still am very fleshly. Right. And mm-hmm. we are, um, and I, I don't know what changed. I, well, I know what changed my heart. And it was talking to other, other men of faith that I, I, I really respect. And, um, uh, one of the things that was brought to my attention was, was grace, you know, really. And, and I, I came to the realization that I will take my shoes off or wear booties when I walk in someone's house because they asked me to. It's their home. I'm supplying a service. If they want me, if they're more comfortable with me wearing a mask, why wouldn't I wear a mask? Mm-hmm. and to answer your question that's that's everything, right? I mean we're to treat everybody with respect and I, that's where customer service has been lost and 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 it's it's a two way street and we have people that are rude to you it is what it is, right? i mean we we have to set a different standard. It's the same thing of being of being the same thing every day and i I make mistakes you know there's only one perfect not not i um we've been able to hire people that the lord has put in our path that represent christ from the telephone all the way down um so it it is it's 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 one of those things that it's the way that that we should be doing and not and not uh, forcing our agenda on others it's i'm fixing people's appliances i'm not curing anything disease or anything so yeah
1: but i think that that's exactly the model that jesus represented you know he didn't push anything but he was also not afraid to speak truth Mm -hmm. you know when the when those avenues those doors would open up he would then speak into those asking questions or he would ask them a question in a way that you know is in a a parable you know a roundabout way to get truth out there. But yet the biggest thing is the way that he did life. He said that the son of man didn't come to be served, but to serve, right? And that's our example. As disciples, as followers of Christ, business owners or workers in at, at a business, we are here to serve. You know, I was just reading the other day um, where it says to honor your masters, right? And masters then treat your employees you know with respect and i and I think that so many people in the business world want to be successful, but the Bible gives you like you said earlier, it gives you the a blue blueprint of how to be a successful business, treat others as you'd want to be treated right don't judge serve uh with a grateful heart and and to uh to, to be kind, I mean, and gracious. And I think that even in those simple principles, if any business owner is listening to this, believer or not, you can find um, a, a great way to run your business by looking at the Bible and God's word. I, I mean, it's just pretty remarkable to me uh, to just see that, you know, one of the people that I follow is, you know, the Ramsey Corporation, Dave Ramsey, and how he's uh, he is uh, very adamant on some of the principles like no gossip in his workplace. Uh, stuff like that is a really good things that you can bring into your corporation or your business. Uh, kind of switching gears here. Talk about the importance, because you've now mentioned it a couple of times, you, you're you're very grateful about your wife supporting <laughs> you. I'm blessed to have a wife that has been so supportive mm.
0: of everything that I do.
1: Uh, why is it so important to have your spouse be on, on board?
0: Uh, anybody that knows, uh, that is a business owner and knows anybody that is one, is it never stops. It's all day, every day, and there's something that's always coming up if it's taxes to insurances to, you know, is this a customer's happy or or whatnot? So I put in a lot of hours and we have a four-year-old, a three-year-old and a six-month-old and she doesn't bat an eye. She doesn't uh, question. I I do as much as I can help at all, but it's easy to say this, but I can't run my business without her support. And, uh, it's so funny because we talk and I know there's a lot of women that don't like it, but uh, um, being submissive and not understanding that the only person she's to be submissive to is me. That's it. And the only person that I am to, uh, the, the she's my wife, who I, I love more than anything on earth. And our relationship and our bond together is, is what holds our family together. And in turn, that's just the business is just the business. But without her... support in it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't work because it's, it, it, it wouldn't work. And so, um, it's a foundation and everything's laid out that way. You know, it's, it's, if I can run my business the same way I run my household, then. Then there will be success because everything, like you said, the Bible's—it's a playbook. I mean, mm-hmm. come on,
1: it's not that difficult. It's—it literally it's tells just you doing how it. It, it right? is. It it's is just doing it, not just yeah. reading it and saying that you believe in it, but it's, Applic- it's applying it, it to applying your life, it. Yeah. applying it to your daily life. Yeah. Um, uh, so. Can you, because my wife is a business owner, she owns her own uh, art studio here in town in Casa Grande. And there is, just like you're describing, long hours, a lot of uh, mental uh, dedication to the business, uh, planning, you know, you got websites, social media, you've got people calling, scheduling appointments or classes, whatever it may be. But how do you strike a balance between business and family
0: so that's it's difficult and there obviously has to be one um i would talked earlier about the lord being able to provide other people to work for me and, and for me to be successful enough to help other families out and uh with that i'm able to i personally for for my own personal situation that has left a larger window of of my time. Um and to balance that out, it's you know, my family is when the church doors are open, we're here. And it's not that we're forced to come, it's where we like to come as a family. And it's it's time for us to worship the Lord and get back on track. And those drives to and from here in the evening, that's that's the what's the most important part of my day. And it does. It helps me recharge, be around to like minded Christians and not just my own my own um personal family at home, but my, my church family as well. It's a time for us to unwind and actually get back to what we're supposed to be doing. Um, but, That's a tough question because I'm not a. That's why I said my wife's so important Mm -hmm. in this whole thing because there are times that I don't, and without her saying, "Hey, listen," I mean she's unique. I mean she's one of those things. I if I were to ever say I don't understand what she means, that wouldn't be truthful because Mm -hmm. she tells me exactly how she feels all the time, and it's just heating and listening and. That is how we actually do it together. Uh, how I separate it is, she she lets me know when I'm working too much. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing too much, then she's she's a good sounding board and somebody that says, "Hey, listen, we need to do something else." Mm-hmm.
1: So. Yeah, I, I can relate to that because when I was pastoring a church over in Coolidge for uh, a few years there, it's easy when you're pastoring when you're leading a church to be church, 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 church. Everything you do is the church, right? Um, and I had a, a a good friend of mine who was a pastor when I first started pastoring, he told me, he's like, Eric, I'm gonna give you this uh, advice here. He says, don't have an affair. And I'm like, well, no, duh. You know, like um, I would not have an affair on my wife. He goes, no, I'm not talking about necessarily with another woman. I'm talking about having an affair with the church, you know, where that's replaced your wife and your family. And, And to where it's like, that focus is always on this church, he's like, but you have to remember that your wife comes before the church, your kids come before the church. And I thought that that's always stuck with me because it's like, well, as a pastor, I'm supposed to be always focusing on the people, but I gotta remember that God has placed my wife and ultimately she's with me until the day that I die, right? Until death do us part, you know, that's our vows, right? Your business, your jobs come and go right but family never comes and goes or that's not the design of it right we're not supposed to be divorcing and getting remarried because we're tired of each other it's it's a commitment that we have with each other you know even with our kids our kids will be there for a season but they'll move out right and i always tell my kids listen you guys are only here for a short time but your mom and i you know our relationship is long standing right we're going to be continuing and so that importance of balance my wife would always be so faithful kind of like what yours would is doing is saying hey it's you've spent a lot of time over here doing ministry now it's time to go do a family vacation now we got to go to the kids you know sports games or and it's hard though like you said it's hard to strike that balance but it's remembering what is important And so, like, in that, though, what are some practical ways that you uh, and your wife, um, how do you guys set up, is there any practical advice that you can share with anybody who's in your position, Um, either maybe a husband or a wife listening and their husband or wife is working with their business, how do you, is there anything practical that you can share ways that you guys Pull back from the business, uh, maybe date nights, maybe vacations. So uh, dinner time is very important
0: in my house. But um, as of late, we've just—it's you know—we've so had some things going on. But that one there can slide here and there. But weekends, you will not get a hold of me on my cell phone starting Friday at about four o'clock till basically Monday morning.
1: So, so you set those boundaries. Oh, yeah,
0: I, I mean, I have my phone on me, but I don't, I don't answer it. There's just boundaries that are set, and if I stray from it, if I, uh, my, my phone's sitting here right now, and it's lighting up, job after job after job, uh, somebody asking questions about this and that, and if I look at it, my wife will just maybe in the evening remind me that hey, can we just do this maybe once without it, and just as nicely as possible, and the same with her. We, we try to make sure that that is that is. I mean, we all slip up, but it, that is that is key. It's and that's separating it too.
1: It's yeah. really
0: yeah. And Wednesday nights we don't do anything. We plan to go to church, or sometimes we have other things that we may do. But those are those are things that we we do as a family.
1: Yeah, I think that's really good. So that practical advice is setting boundaries. You know, like maybe shutting off your phones on Friday night after work. Don't pick it up until Monday. I think that if we all did that, including myself, we'd probably see a huge difference in our family lives and with, even within our marriages. So definitely appreciate that. That's awesome. So uh, a good practical advice there is to set boundaries and uh, and stick to them, right? Yeah. And uh, so I'm going to switch gears here as we're wrapping this thing up. Uh, it's been really great just just talking to you and hearing your heart. Um, Uh, with being a believer in the business world, let's talk more practical about what all American appliance repair does. All right. So, uh, we service
0: all your household appliances, uh, washers, dryers, uh, refrigerators, uh, no toasters, no vacuum cleaners, but all your main appliances in your home. We'll try to fix it over the phone. If it's something simple, if I can, if one of us can tell you to reset something, so we don't have to come to your house. But other than that, that's that's kind of what we do. We just kind of we fix your appliances, and we're in the Casa Grande, Arizona City, Eloy, surrounding areas. Coolidge, Florence. We'll do Coolidge. Florence is kind of because of how busy we are. It's kind of a stretch, but sometimes we can try to get out there.
1: But. Okay. And then how would how would people find you?
0: Uh, you can find us on at our website. It's uh, www.aaaRepairAz.com, or on Facebook. At facebook.com slash all American appliance repair. And the best phone number to get a hold of us is 520 350 3773.
1: Okay, great. Uh, I would definitely encourage you, uh, if you're listening, if you need any of your appliances uh, to be repaired, uh, Sean is your guy. Uh, He's got a great, great uh, crew working for him, um, and they'll get you scheduled, to get you serviced as soon as possible. Like he did say, it's been pretty busy, right? You've been been popping at the seams. So uh, God has definitely been faithful in his business. But I, I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you for um, one, joining me on the show today, but two, uh, thank you for being a light in this world. I, 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 it's definitely my heart for more business owners like you to be uh, out um, just free with their faith and not being afraid of what people are going to think of them if they find out they're a Christian. We need that heart. We need that light in this world right now, and it's such a such a strong way it
0: is and and the thing i think a lot of people tend to forget is most people aren't condemning There you get that handful of people that are going to, and it's mostly our friends and family that don't want to, but there's a, there's a huge amount of people out there that they're just missing something. Maybe they've had a family member that's been praying for them and talking to them, and Mm -hmm. we all have them. They're just tired of hearing it from you. And if you can just kind of just plant that seed, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. it's the Lord, it's the Holy Spirit that works within us in order to do anything. All we can do is plant a seed. We might be that next, that extra little voice they need as a nudge to, to um to uh to salvation right? right and that's that's important i mean that's what we're here for
1: yeah if all, everything else that is it I that's mean, it. It's, that's uh yeah as a, as the apostle paul said to the church in corinth he said some people plant some people water but it's god who brings the increase so if we can just remember to just broadcast the seed just throw the gospel in ways in words actions um service you know uh putting others before yourself um and letting the Holy Spirit through you do his job, which is to change hearts right that's not our jobs it's God's job to change the heart uh, we are just to be his vessels to love people and to to speak truth whenever truth is um needed, which is now <laughs> we are we we need to be voices in this world so want to encourage those working in the workplace you are like Sean said he's working for the Lord obviously he's working for his family, but number one, he's working for the Lord. And uh, so do all things unto the Lord with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Sean, again, thank you for joining me. Thanks again. God bless you, man. And uh, bless the business. Uh, You've been listening to The Gate, and The Gate is a show that focuses on the events, happenings, the people, and the places within our local communities here in Central Arizona. Until next time, God bless you guys.